Albert Einstein observed that the significant problems we face cannot be solved at the same level of thinking we were at when we created them. Very, very interesting. So understanding that these significant problems in your life cannot be solved at that level of thinking that you normally use. This is kind of what we're all about here at the Modern Academy is developing your thinking, implementing logical tools, and having a better paradigm to understand this deeper level of thinking. So we need a new level, a deeper level of thinking, a paradigm based on the principles that are accurately described the territory of effective human being and interacting to solve these deep concerns. So important. And there's a great book on this that we'll be discussing a little bit today. And I originally thought I kind of had been putting off reading this book, even though I I skimmed through it about a year ago, um, it, because it, it sounds like one of those, like uh, the four-hour work week or like where it's, they have basically a number and then a, a big statement. So like the seven habits of highly effective people or like seven ways to get rich, th- that type of thing. But it's not at all. Stephen Covey actually lays out in the introductory chapter just absolutely brilliant ways of thinking. And today we're going to be discussing specifically psychic determinism and environmental determinism. And, uh, you know, two days ago we talked about stimulus and response. So the uh, really it's that gap between the stimulus and response where we get to decide what happens. Because the interesting thing is, it's not really what happens to us. It's how we react to what happens to us. So, you know, two things could happen to two, you know, two people that are the exact same age, in the exact same job, you know, have the same interests. But based on their paradigms, based on these, how these two people essentially view the world, it's an easy way of understanding paradigms, they, the outcome of that same stimulus, so let's say, both these people get home after long days of work and, uh, you know, they, they get home, their wife's mad at them, their baby's crying and uh, somebody like broke their favorite uh, object in the house. I don't know. Somebody broke the TV. So one of them could be, have all this pent up aggression and rage and freak out, divorce the wife, get, get all angry and, uh, you know, get in a fight and, and have that, that be a horrible terrible day. The other could say, let me take a deep breath, understand that this is just stimulus. So anything that happens to you is essentially stimulus, even your own thoughts are your stimulus. So essentially what I'm trying to get at here is it's this gap between stimulus and response where you decide what actually happens. Because again, as I said, it doesn't matter necessarily what happens to you. What matters is how you respond to what happens to you. So it's, it's that gap in between stimulus and response. And most people don't realize this. You know, most people just act like animals in that there is no gap in between stimulus and response. One, when someone cuts them off in traffic, it's, that's the stimulus. Instantly, the response is, fuck you. They start flipping them off, maybe honking at them. And especially when our, uh, as people call it temper, you know, when, when you have a short temper, you know, you've been, you've been annoyed the whole day, everything's been bothering you, it's been a just a very stressful day, you're, you're, you're on a very short temper. So you, uh, you have a lot less of uh, basically goodwill or a kindness in you. And that basically that distance between stimulus and response just keeps shortening and shortening and shortening until it's essentially non-existent. And this is really what takes us away from uh, 
other animals is we're able to see see the world in this way. You know, a deer, for instance, they they don't contemplate when uh, when they see. Uh, a hunter, for example, like someone approaching them with a gun, they they go. They don't sit there and think. That's the stimulus, and then an immediate response is run. Or you know, a bird or a rabbit, for example, if they, if they see a predator, they'll get get away as quick as possible. They don't contemplate and go, oh, let me let me wait and think about the stimulus and then respond. No, 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 no. They it's stimulus and then response, and this is kind of where our primal brain, our more ancestral brain, which is the uh, fight or flight, the, the, basically your primal instincts. We see this, but you can control your, your gap between the stimulus and response. And that's kind of one we're going to move into, you know, it's your DNA. And what's interesting is, you know, if you're Irish, people, you know, that's the nature of Irish people. Or if you're uh, Italian, that's the nature of Italian people. And the interesting thing is, although these things are in your DNA, you can change them. So this is where psychic determinism and environmental determinism come in. And this is going to be our main you know, talking point of this episode. So psychic determinism basically says your parents did it to you. Your upbringing, your childhood experience essentially laid out your personal tendencies and your character structure. That's why you're afraid to be in front of a group. It's the way your parents brought you up. You feel terribly guilty if you make a mistake because you remember, quote unquote, deep inside the emotional scripting when you were very vulnerable and tender and dependent. You you remember emotional punishment, the rejection, the comparison with somebody else when you didn't perform as well as you expected. So this is a, a basically... Both of these, essentially, psychic determinism and environmental determinism are very present in um, basically people's paradigms, but you want to essentially eradicate these from your ideas. Because if you have this victim mentality that, you know, you were psychically determined by your uh, upbringing and your childhood experiences, and you still are clinging on to these past traumas and blaming them for, you know, your current uh, behaviors... That's just falling into the trap of the victim mentality. You never want to do this. You want to realize that eradicate the victim mentality. It does you zero good. Taking your life into your own hands, taking the responsibility into your own hands is what gives you the freedom and what gives you the truly the motivation isn't the correct word, but the drive to seek better for yourself and your community and your loved ones and, you know, your generations to come. And then we move into environmental determinism. This basically says your boss is doing it to you or your spouse or your bratty kid, you know, or your economic situation, national policies, the government. Someone or something in your environment is responsible for your situation. That's another victim mentality. So environmental determinism is this idea that, you know, the government is doing it to you. You know, oh, the government did this. Once you blame the government for something, you already lost. Because the government really doesn't, they're not going to blame you for anything. And when you, when you do this, you're, you're basically bringing, oh, blaming Big Brother. And you're pointing to all these things that are really out of your control, out of your immediate control. You want to have your life. You know, the happiest people, the people with the most freedom have control over their life. They don't blame anyone else. This blame mentality is so present in today's world. And you see this all over, you know, social media, 
Facebook, Twitter. It's really, really sad. People essentially blaming the government for their issues. And although they're, you know, the government is not pure, how could they be? You know, the people in the government are human beings. And they're in this, you know, at the end of the day, they go home and they have the same issues that you have. They have the same problems that you have. We're all humans. That's part of the human condition. You must realize that all the government is is just a group of humans. And, you know, once you blame them, once you essentially take the load, the responsibility off your shoulders and go, oh, it's out of my control. They did this to me. Woe is me. It's the worst mentality you could possibly have. So understand that you want to eradicate psychic determinism and environmental determinism. And, you know, understand that, you know, this stimulus response theory we talked about, you want to understand its connection to Pavlo's, if you understand like Pavlo's experience, experiments, um, the, uh, he, did, he did an experiment with dogs, essentially um, portraying the, uh, the learned helplessness when, when dogs are in a small, basically like a, not a cage, but kind of like a ring. And uh, you can look up learned helplessness experiments. I'm not going to dive too deep into that. But this learned helplessness comes and it just compounds with psych- uh, psychic determinism and environmental determinism. You want to eradicate these, eradicate the victim mentality, focus on understanding, you know, what can I control and double down on that, make it widen that, go, okay, how can tomorrow, how can I make sure that I can control more things? That way things aren't out of your control. And understanding that you must eradicate these determinism ideals and focus more on your current situation and what you're responsible for, as well as the gap between the stimulus and the response and realize that that's your power. It's, it's, it's not based on those things that just happen to you. It's how you react to those things that happen to you, your response to the stimulus. So thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. We pump out three podcasts a day. Yesterday, we recorded a bonus episode on this new proposed stimulus bill that's $2,000 a month to every American 16 and older that qualifies. And hope everyone's doing well, staying healthy in these uh, times of quarantine. Again, if you enjoyed this, please leave us a review and subscribe. And until next time.